Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Podcast. And sitting across, as always, my brother from the same mother and father, give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. It's your boy. It's me. It's Alan. It is he. We are back for another fun-filled hilarity of the Broadcast. Tom, how are you? Which is the greatest podcast in the history of podcast. I wouldn't go that far. I think the second. Was a, no, I wouldn't even go that far either. Well, no. You tell me the number then. What number else? Sixty-nine. <laughs> uh, immature. Grow, grow up. <laughs> grow the f up. Probably what sixty-nine thousand four hundred and seven. So somewhere down there. Yeah, sixty sixty-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety. Probably. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get there. We're getting closer. <laughs> to what? Big better. Getting to the one. No. <laughs> we're not Joe Rogan, man. Oh, no, one, one day. Yeah, no, no, we're not. Man. Not one day. Not at all. Because we know, you believe in the conspiracies. If you could, if you had your own chance, you would have people on the show. You would kick me off and go, hey, guys, it's your boy, Tom. Welcome back to another show with conspiracies with Tom. And then you would have someone to come on here the show with you and just discuss about, you know, lizard people aliens um uh yeah you just a wacky weird thing of people thinking you know this weird conspiracies and you know you'd be having a fun time i'd listen to it i'd give it a go if, if i didn't have to do a daytime job that would be my dream job i would do half mixed martial arts one day a week and the rest would be all conspiracy theorists so you get your mma news and you get your conspiracy that would be my life i would get sponsors payment i would never need to work that would be my dream so what type of sponsors would you get for you? Spunk lube, oh. jeggings, yeah. meggings. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the other one? Gamer goo. We'll get that one. Gamer Remember goo. that one? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's in a cup and you push down on it. Hmm, it's like gack. Hey, guys, do you like gamer goo? 
But just remember, it was gaming control. It was gaming what, moisturizer that you would use for your gaming control, so you could get those long sessions of gaming. So it relaxes the hands, keeps them moist. And I'm just just saying that I just noticed I had a bottle next to me here of Vaseline. I don't know why that's doing there, but just um, you're very alone. Yeah, you? you have. When's the last time you saw your missus? Two weeks. Oh, she came back. She came back yesterday. So. You still didn't put it away, did you? <laughs> Housekeeping. Um, I'll just move that. I'll just uh, um, she's been, she's look been that way for a second. Just picking been, everything up. She replaced you for the two weeks. You have to go, mate. Oh, yeah. Who's mate? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Just go out the window. Go out the window. You just open up a window, throw the, just the, the Vaseline out. This is really good podcasting. <laughs> Take it with you, mate. Take it with you. Take it with you, mate. Who are you talking to? Don't Who's put it, it in this bin. She'll see it. Take it to your house. Who's looking in the bin? I don't. I actually don't know why it's there. It's, it's a hand cream. So my wife probably uses it when she's not in between meetings. But yeah, just I just noticed it. You, just generally putting it up with you, putting it up with you. I would imagine. Well, thanks, Alan. You're very welcome. Well, guys, we are at it once again. This is Wrestling Companion number sixty-two. I can't believe we've actually done. 62 wrestling companions and more than that guys this is actually episode 99 yep what are we doing shit absolute dog shit okay that's what we're doing here guys 99 episodes of this type of format of talking and discussing and talking about movies and putting up with movies going how long has this got to go has this got long to go and you know, getting a call from Tony Schiavone out of the blue, and just calling him, you know, discussing and just you know, talking about him, and now we're doing wrestling. But it's you know, that's our thing now. We've well, I think we the... we started solely becoming a wrestling podcast. I think it was November to twenty nineteen. We right. started just doing just wrestling, but before that, we did over. I think it was at least twelve film companions where. <laughs> We sat back and watched what Ninja Turtles 1989 or 1990. We watched Batman 89, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, yep. Tusk, yep. what Beyond the Mat, uh, Red State, and all of these things. Guys are in the hashtag TBK Vault. You know, however you listen to us on Podbean, Apple iTunes, or Castbox, Castro, all those uh, film companions are there. And in preparation for episode 100, I'm actually going to do something for Ellen. I'm going to actually work out how many hours that we've done the show for. So then we can see how long that we've been talking. Well, uh, we can just go back to SummerSlam uh, 98. <laughs> we like to call that the rigged show. It wasn't rigged, Al. It was a poll that I didn't even vote on. You rigged it, you piece of shit, and you know you did. And just something funny about that, I will say, listening back a few weeks ago, at the end of the previous episode before that, we mm. discussed, hey, what SummerSlam would you like to do? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, 98 would be good. <laughs> and that ended up winning, not because of me. Because I, you get one vote on a Twitter account, guys, so, yeah. Multiple hats, multiple pies, hands in the pies. That's what you were doing. Well, how many, how many email accounts would I have to have to make it up? Tom, it's you. Knowing you, you would do that. Just for the pure <laughs> attention of, like, having... One, like maybe ninety nine of them, uh, you know, and just having the the picture of the egg 
that's your that's your profile picture. Doesn't doesn't sound like me. I'm not, I'm not good at remembering passwords, so I, I, I think I oh, only yeah. have three email accounts. That's all you so. need. You just need to do login once, vote, and then sign out. Pretend like that doesn't exist. Do it again. Do it again. Do it hey, again. Hey, bro, we got some new votes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> really? Yeah, you're a freaking liar. And what he's referencing, guys, that episode itself, I think, was four hours and 38 minutes, which is our longest episode in the history of this show where we did an hour and a half preview show prior to this film, prior to The Companion, which was a three-hour wrestling show. So we nearly clocked five, and probably the closest to that was our crown jewel. We did, I think, last year or the year before, that was the four-hour mark as well because that show itself nearly goes for three and a half hours. But... Well, we gave you last time you heard from us was on our not our TBK Bolt episodes, but our very sort of show we did for TNA May, and uh, that was a long one for this year, wasn't it? Well, it was our first full pay per view. Yeah. Because mainly we've been focusing on the last few months of doing actual Raw or SmackDown or Thunder or Nitros and using the time, you know, we catch up, you know, usually once or twice a month and we thought, well, if we've got four hours to kill, let's try and do two shows instead of one. And we thought, you know, Sacrifice seems like a good card. Let's do, you know, TNA Sacrifice 2009. And I think we clocked it to be, I think it was three hours and seven minutes that one went for which was a really good show that I enjoyed doing, and I've worked out we've actually done five TNA shows now, well, in the past couple of years. Five. That's right, guys. We've done five TNA. For me, I only remember four. That that fifth episode, whatever that might be, I don't remember. Didn't happen. And if you want to know, guys, we're talking about TNA's anniversary. Shut up. Just shut the hell up, okay? 2006, (laughs) that you can check out. And just if, if I was you guys, just skip to the halfway point and just just enjoy. So yeah, get to the main event. Oh. <laughs> we Terrible. get multiple hiccups and gasping from Alan at different spots in the match. So and also a lot of um, like we should do some Ring of Honor stuff. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, I'm really enjoying this. Flat out, just being a drunken idiot. Never I just again. feel I feel after that show you would have had a good sleep, I reckon. No, I didn't. Didn't no, you? Nope. <laughs> I did not. I woke up in the morning, wish I was dead. The hell. Oh, it was terrible, dude. Terrible. You were drinking whiskey, weren't you? Straight with ice. Yeah. TNA made him drink, guys, and now he doesn't drink no more. Well, I do, but I I drink in moderation. I don't mm. drink for podcasting. Well, maybe one day when we finally can get back together, we can share a, a can of something. Maybe a cocksucking cowboy or something. So, yeah. Right, guys, I mean, thanks I'll... very much for listening. Um, um, we're never going to go to... We're never going to complete this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the first six or seven minutes of this. Don't worry about um, episode 100, because that ain't going to happen. Good night. You there, L? L? All right, guys, I reckon it's time to kick into it. As we said, this is episode 99, Wrestling Companion number 62, and we'll be actually covering a Monday Night Raw that took place on the 24th of May, 2010. And we are talking about WWE Raw 887, which is the night after Over the Limit 2010, which featured John Cena and Batista uh, for the WWE Championship in an I Quit match. 
Uh, now, what we want you guys to do if you're using Peacock or the WWE Network on your tablets, your PC or your TV, load up that Raw show. So again, it's Raw 887, 24th of May 2010. But before we actually kick into this Watch Along Wrestling Companion, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. So check these guys out. Interruption in progress. Now hijacking into ANS 2.0 Immersion Rig. Now simulating the amazing nerd show. Featuring comics. <laughs> and Batman's like, you're safe here and everything, but the Joker also pulls out a gun and shoots himself. Movies. People fight with lightsabers. What the hell do you want? I mean, you're every. I mean, in every one of these movies, there's a lightsaber battle. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it a million times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Give me something more. Wrestling. That would be awesome. Oh my god. Just a monster. <laughs> Fans would be like, holy, what the hell's going on? What happened to Jericho? Horror. It starts off like any other like home invasion type of story, and then it just goes crazy. And more. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Dan. And we are the Amazing Nerd Show. Make sure to download us on all your favorite podcast platforms. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days? Enough! The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday. Bump day, huh? Yeah? Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. All right, guys, we are back. You got your peacock ready? Uh, you, got your, you got your cock, I mean, your network ready? Yes. Right, I can see it there. Just pull it. Yeah. Mate, <laughs> move on. <laughs> he wants to laugh, but he won't. I want to die, and I will. There's a lollipop there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a let's, let's start, shall we? Oh, give us your countdown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, get ready to press play. Easy with the ice there. Five, four, three. Two, one. Yes, sir, we revise your main rate event of wrestling. Ah, uh, classic opening, eh? Uh, the world is watching. We've probably seen that, what, at least 50 times this year for the shows that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. I quit, match. Now, I want us to try and count this, though. As this promo's happening, count how many times that Kyoto will ask each man how many times they quit. I think it's at okay. least seven times in that promo. Okay. It's just way over the top. But I will say this is a pretty good highlight of the war that took place the night earlier. So okay. there's the first one. So there's one for Cena. He said no. So there's one for Batista. So we got one for Batista, one for Cena. So they're 1-1. One, one. 
Jesus. Whoa, through the table. From memory, did you ever watch this show? Nope. Wasn't watching wrestling at this time. This is when they had the anonymous GM, like always the celebrity GM each week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, never watched any of this junk. So we're two for two now. Two Cena and two times Batista's been asked. Cena again, that's three. So that's five times in total. Um, oh god did he just but I don't get see because I haven't watched this show I don't know why the car was there I don't know if was the car there the whole night did Cena drive it out that night like I don't understand why the car was there I again we could have done our research guys but that's not us so that's number six so that's three for three see seven seven times it took him (gasps) You bloody bastard. Cena nearly killed him. He's a heel. But, you know, come on, mate. He did quit, though. I understand that you've had some feuding, but come on. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody, says Michael Cole. And see, they don't give you that. Yeah, they don't give you the happy ending. They could have done this with the cameras off. You know, Seamus attacking... um... Well, it's, it's kind of like, I took it as when I watched this footage the other day, it's like, oh, is it like the end of one story, the start of a new story? So you finish the Batista feud and then you kick into a new Seamus feud. Hey, I'm just going to, can you just be quiet? Nickelback's playing. Creed would have been better. Creed and Nickelback <laughs> together. With arms wide open. Oh, yeah. You can't really do with arms wide open is a theme song for I mean Young Become Old was one of their ones they used yeah Backlash eh Mm -hmm. Hogan versus Triple H Backlash 2002 jeez look at all those fireworks and talking about Backlash guys I might even have a chat to Alan during the show about Wrestlemania Backlash which actually took place last week did you watch it Alan you didn't (laughs) okay so we won't be talking about that you can you can you can I feel bad. Um, I don't watch wrestling. Mm. I don't watch wrestling anymore. You ha- Maybe you can tell me what happened. I'll just go on the wiki and read it to you. Well, <laughs> did you watch the show? Yeah, I did. Well, tell me what, through your eyes later on. Well, what's going on? And we've got Justin Roberts. Yeah. This is so strange. It's so strange hearing him here, because you, you hear him now, you think of, yep, um, AEW every Wednesday. Well, he talks about, uh, if you ever uh, heard, uh, listened to his book, actually, uh, the Justin Roberts story, the, actually, it's on uh, audible.com. And oh, yeah. He, he actually did his own story. He actually read it out. Mm. And uh, he words himself up. He seems like a, a fellow that's in life has been very all eyes on me. I need the attention. And then he talked about JBL. Ah, uh, okay. And they were over in Germany. And he grabbed a hold of his passport and teared it up. How was he meant to get... So, throughout his time in WWE, he was bullied mm. like, relentlessly by um, JBL. And a few but it's like, it like, makes you kind of think, like, was he ever really pulled up for it? Or, you know, it's just who Johnny's guys. It's just who Johnny's, you know. We can't stop well, him. It's what he is. Well, you said Chris Benoit was one of them. Mm. Another one. He was a bully. 
um, just a lot of guys just looked at him and went, no, no, you can't get on the bus with us. Mm. You're you're not a wrestler. You're those... Uh... But that's like that story I told you of Benoit and The Miz. Remember that time I said to you that, yeah, Miz was eating in the locker room and because supposedly he was standing near someone's bag and some of the food fell in the bag, but, he's, oh, but um, Benoit said, get out. You're yeah. not welcome in here. And it wasn't until, what, Taker, some 12 months later, allowed Miz to come back. Even after Benoit died, he still yeah. wasn't. And then it's like, Taker's like, why are you getting dressed in the hallway? Oh, because I'm, I'm not, not welcome in. Yes, yeah, go in there. So I love when the referee's helping Batista. Dave actually put his hand his hand on the referee's oh, head, head mm. for leverage. This is great. <laughs> I like and Batista as a heel. It was something we didn't same. get a lot. Yeah. Like, when we think of the Batista, we think of the animal, you know, evolution, winning the Rumble, World Heavyweight Championship, you know, feuds against Rey Mysterio and Kali and yeah. Petit, but he's good as a heel. He's fantastic as a heel. And after, at this time, I think he would he would leave mm. and do Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm. And well, his newest movie just came out too, Army of the Dead, just came out on Netflix, guys, from Zack yes. Snyder. Yes. Haven't watched it, but it popped up on Netflix yesterday in Australia, and I'm like, yep, you can go onto my watch list. Yes, definitely. Um, well, he's also, did you hear the interview that he's also done that he does not want to go back to wrestling? He's done with wrestling now. Mm. He just wants to be movies. That's his thing. Yeah. That's great. No, I think it's a good thing. I think he's kind of one of the guys like, you know, Steve Austin that kind of stepped out of the ring and started doing movies. Rock was the biggest one. Cena's in there now. So, you know, there's even that people talking about, oh, can we get Miz to be Johnny Cage, please, for the next MK, you know, MK2, can we get, you know, the Miz to be Johnny Cage is what people are saying. And they've even referenced it on, I think it was SmackDown, they mentioned it. They they said, oh, I think Miz would be a good Johnny Cage. So they might push it, but... MK yep. is going to be gruesome, so you know, WWE wanting to affiliate themselves with something that graphic. We'll see. Well, look at the um, the Stone Cold Steve Austin movie he did when the first movie he did, uh, The Condemned. Oh yeah, that movie is brutal. Mm. It's like, but incredibly well done. And speaking of MK, I have seen it. I saw it last night. Oh, did you? Nice, very cool. I saw it when it just came out. I was going to ask you if you have you seen it yet because it's popped yeah. up on a uh, Apple iTunes and Prime Video. You can rent it as well. Yeah. I I get one a month of Prime uh, nice. of, of a movie I can watch, mm. and I chose it, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Very, very excellent movie. And it's like what I said to you. It's like they're not rushing it. Like, don't need to chuck everybody in there. It's not like Annihilation where they chucked in Rain and Shiva just to kill them off. Like, slowly plant the seed. Because everyone kept saying, oh, where's Johnny Cage? Where's Johnny Cage? Yeah, wait. Just wait. We're going to ease people into it. So, no, it's good. And not everyone dies in those movies. Yes, everyone might have, quote, quote, mm. you know, on screen died. But again, Shang Tsung did say at mm. the end, I will bring an army to you. Mm. And it pretty much says it's like, everyone that died in those fight scenes, they're going to come back. It's more a oh, yeah. for God's sake. And yeah, I reckon Josh they'll bring... Kung Lao will come back evil, and they'll do Kung Lao evil version versus Liu Kang. That's, they're going to have Josh, to do that. Josh Lawson, the Melbourne boy from down mm. here who played Kano, Mint. Yeah. So incredibly done. I think you and I both know people that speak like him mm. and act like him, and it's incredibly well done. Yeah. You know, I took my hat off. I thought, mate, because I have a friend from work who went and saw it as well too, and he had no idea about MK. He never played the games. Mm. He never saw the 1990 
95 movie, I think it was. Yeah, 95. Yeah. And uh, it was way before his time. And he, um, so he went into this movie and he had no idea what was going to go on. Uh, when I went into it, I was like, man, this is fantastic. Oh, here we go. The new general manager. Yeah, and this is what we spoke about yesterday. This I don't remember this. I don't remember the time when Bret Hart was the GM. And then I thought, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Oh, that was the year that Bret Hart took on Vince at WrestleMania. And this was that was the match you have no memory of, when Vince McMahon took on Bret Hart in the No Holes Barred match with all the Hart family around the ring. So there must have been something after that where he was appointed GM, because I have no memory of this even happening. And maybe I wasn't watching. Um, but thinking back in my life, I, I think I was still living at home, so I don't know what would have stopped me watching it this year. I hadn't had kids or anything yet, but I have no memory of Brad Hart ever becoming the general manager. I just noticed that Dave Batiste has got the nose piercing there. And if people remember from WrestleMania a couple of years ago, um, Hunter removing it during their match at WrestleMania. Yeah. With the pliers. Yes. So and just probably it, one okay, just right, one right, last right. thing I'll say too before we kind of focus on this thing was I went to the movies two days ago and saw Spiral, the new Saw movie. Um, yeah. Because I'm a big fan of the, the Saw series. I saw all of them in the lead up to Jigsaw and this is okay, it's good, but it to me, it doesn't do anything different really. Like, oh, okay, so the killer goes to that extent to do that. Did he really need to? Like, is it, so it's it's like it's like saw in name only, but it doesn't. It's, it's, to me, it's not needed. It wasn't needed. Um, what's it like having Chris Rock in a non-comical role? I think for me, because I'm such a fan of his comedy, you're waiting for him to laugh or drop a joke, and they never come. But you're waiting for it. Like Samuel Jackson and him go really well. There's there's comedy stuff in it, but it's not a comedy movie. But I was like, I left the movie, I was the only person in the whole cinema watching it. And I'm like, okay, that was good, but, you know, I probably won't rent it again or buy this for my collection. Like, I love the first and second one where I'm like, eh, it's not really needed. I don't know what's next. I think it's a standalone, but if you guys want to check it out, go see Spiral. I'm good. So you've got Bret Hart saying to Batista that coming up next, the next pay-per-view offering is WWE Fatal 4-Way, which we've actually used to make fun of, how they would call a pay-per-view after a match type, um, even though they do it with TLC now. But Fatal 4-Way will feature a main event of the WWE champion John Cena defending his championship against not one, not two, but three challenges in a Fatal (laughs) 4-Way. Ooh. And he stated that Randy Orton is already in the match, and if Batista wants another shot, he has to qualify. But Batista's stating, I'm actually injured, I demand a one-on-one match, if you don't give it to me, I will quit the industry right now. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, we're having silence here, guys, because we're watching the wrestling. This is not like TNA. Sorry. Oh, he's hurt. This is some nice kicks on Batista, too. He's got some nice shoes. See, that's the thing, though. I can't wear white shoes. 
Why not? Like, I, because I, I spend so much time outside in the garden with the kids and stuff. Like, they'll just get dirty, well, and I'll wear be them like, outside. God damn it! That's why you go. You only what? Only what? Two, three pairs of shoes. Three pairs of shoes, runners, work boots, and work shoes, like dress shoes. That's it. I. Alan owns fifty pairs, guys. Close. Hmm. Fifteen. Part of me thinks like if you had a larger room, you would have a wall of shoes. What do I feel like today? I might wear that one, eh? Yep, that one there. You, and then you take your little ladder and you lift up and grab it you, to get elevated no, I'm, down. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to use my hand, Tom. I don't need a ladder. Get a little stick, little clip stick to grab onto it, pull the box down. It's still in its original boxing. And... No. Dickhead. No, you, I'll use you, my hands. No, no. You, you have your you have, you you have box. You, you, you get yeah. your butler up there. Climb up, mate. Up you get, pull it down. No, Quit! I'm just done with the show now, guys. I'm going to stop. See you later, Tom. Hell. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and Batista has quit now, and he's actually getting out of the chair, and he's out of here. Your mic's still off, Hell. Your mic. Your mic's still off. Your mic's off. Look at him carrying the wheelchair. Na 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 na. Hey, remember last year when Batista and Dana Brooke were floating with each other on Twitter? Yes, I do. That was good. That was some good mm. stuff. And then they were like sending like photos of one another. Yeah, it was like workout photos, belly button piercings, and all this stuff. Because I sent one too, and I never got a reply from Batista. So it wasn't my belly. I just, <laughs> yeah, some random guy on the train. Click. Just really, you got to move fast, mate. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, can Excuse I just me. take a picture of your stomach for Batista? He's a wrestler. Can I take a picture of your belly for <laughs> Batista? <laughs> he's a wrestler. Being... You have to say he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. Follow the broadcast. See, now here's a question for you, Al. When was the next time we saw Batista in the WWE ring? Was it when he called out Hunter and said to him, "He's never been me at WrestleMania"? Nope. It would have been when he won the Royal Rumble in 2014. Yeah, we've covered it. We've covered it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it says here in this note here, I was reading about Batista at this time period. It says so the night after he left the company. His, pro his profile was moved to the alumni section on WWE's website. He then later said in an interview that he le he felt or he left the WWE because he did not like the direction the company was going. So that's why he said he left the company. So he wasn't happy with where they were going. I don't know if he wanted to step into Hollywood and they weren't supportive of that. But, yeah, he would eventually would return on, uh, I think it was the 2014 Royal Rumble, which I think took place in late January. And he went on to win that, I think, eliminating Rand oh, no, Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. um, and he went on to take on Orton and Daniel Bryan. WrestleMania 30 that we covered, guys, really early on in the TV. Early days. Uh, like in like 15 or something like that. <clears throat> and then we've got Michael Cole and The King, uh, your voices on Raw tonight. Looking was super tan there, too. Was it at this time where King had his heart attack, or was that much later on? 
Good question. I'm going to have a look. I think it was around this period because remember they were doing the commentary together when he had that um, attack during a commercial break. I think it was. It was like mid-match or something. Oh yeah, baby. Sing it, Tom. Someone's going to get the ass lick. I mean, kick. Someone's oh, get. Someone got the ass lick. You're right there. Yeah. He's happy. I don't like when Mark Henry came out like this. He's happy. I don't yeah. Like this. Well. In, in the past, we've only actually covered one event from this year. Do you remember what it was in 2010 that we did? Elimination Chamber, 2010. Mm-hmm. The one where, uh, what is it, Cena lost to Batista in the first match. Minutes. Yeah. And uh, what is it, MVP took on The Miz, I think, for the US Championship, and Mark Henry was in um, MVP's corner in that mm-hmm. one. But that was the one year when Sean defeated, um, no, Jericho defeated Taker in the how chamber because of Shawn Michaels. But this was face Mark Henry that we have here. And we got the Celtic Warrior. Baby Shame is here. This is when he started off, wasn't it? Well he was already a former champion. Um ah. I think he won he won the championship at TLC two thousand and nine, uh, in a tables match against the WWE champion John Cena. He then dropped it at Elimination Chamber, um, from Cena to Cena and then Cena to Batista. But as we saw in that opening promo from the night before, he's gunning back into the title picture, you know, attacking Cena last night. But again, this is kind of a bit obvious who's going to step into the fatal four-way of this match. So Batista, oh, so Sheamus versus Henry, winner enters the match with Randy Orton and, yeah, Cena in a couple of weeks. Kind of makes you think, like, should they have done that last night? Well, like, maybe they're just giving people an inkling of, hey, look, Sheamus is coming for the title. Cena, be ready. So, you know, just because Batista's now stepped down, he's moving on. They're moving him aside. Sheamus is the sort of, well, did he become champion after this any time? Or did he sort of, this was his I downfall? Actually, I actually think from memory he won at Fatal 4-Way. I think from memory. Okay. Because <clears throat> I think this was the same year that the Nexus was born. Because remember, ECW finished in February of 2010. Mm. NXT started in February of 2010. And mm. this was the year Nexus became a team when Wade Barrett had Daniel Bryan, Titus O'Neil, mm. and they went after Cena. I think that was around May, June. But mm. I think from memory, in that fatal four-way main event, they attacked Cena and Sheamus stole the win and won the championship because of the Nexus group, I think. Yeah, and then he ran. He ran, He grabbed yeah. the title and he ran away, and the, and, the, and the Nexus nearly took him down. Yeah. So, oh. looking at my notes, it was September 2012 where uh, Lola had the heart attack. Okay. It was actually during a match, not long after the CM Punk Dolph Ziggler tag match. <clears throat> he actually le- legitimately collapsed at the announcers' table while Kane and Daniel Bryan competed against Titus O'Neil and Darren Young. Oh wow. So it was actually live on air. Yeah, he. Jesus. Um, I think I saw an interview with Cole about it, and like King started snoring. Mm. And, like, yeah, thought he was realize, sleeping. Then realised, oh man. And they were meant to be having their that feud at that time, wasn't there? Or mm. was that WrestleMania? They had that match, and Cole won. Um. Well, I think. Well, you off. had. Well, heal Michael Cole. I'm trying to think when that was because it was when Miz was champion. Like when Wiz, Miz first had the belt, 
because again it was built around you know eventually doing cena miz at wrestlemania which then set up cena rock for the next three wrestlemanias that happened and i think he was a heel cole was a heel at this time okay yeah oh headbutt and another headbutt um Okay, struggling there. What the? The oh, arm breaker. I was like, is, I thought um, Henry was going to do like a downward slide. line. Yeah, all right. That was a bit awkward, but okay. Again, Tom and I have never wrestled in the ring, and who are we to judge? It's simple. We do it from our computers, watching our ass grow. From the comfort of our basement. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my fat belly. Yes, I've never wrestled a day in my life. Oh, that's right. I don't want to go full Pepsi. I'm going to have a Pepsi Max. Let's <laughs> get these cheetahs off me chest. I like Doritos. <laughs> I actually had Doritos tonight. It's fantastic. I'm like, you know what? What do you have? What flavor? Cheese. Cheese Supreme, of course. But I made them into nacho style. <clears throat> Triple cheese. And a large some of guacamole mm. and um, a little bit of minced meat on the side too so made them into proper style and well we have your taco style. taco Tuesday every week in my house and sometimes mm-hmm. we switch between either taco tortillas or we do homemade nachos nice. and they're always a hit and exactly how you described it is exactly what we do guacamole sour cream um, you use it, like the three cheese blend you get a nice mix of mozzarella parmesan Oh, there we go. Even I like how Robinson from, sold. Is yeah. he Robinson? Head jacks back. Isn't even like... Robinson got kicked in the head. Done. Mini and H. Four minutes Sheamus. and five seconds. Seamus with the win. Qualifies for the WWE Championship match. Would you like to know what the dark match was on this Raw that happened just before this match? Might as well. It was Goldust in opening action, defeated Don Carraris, which was Alberto El Patron. Ooh. Yeah, it was before he even debuted Alberto Del Rio. Hmm. In the, like, a four-minute match. Yeah. Lots of cocaine. Lots of cocaine. <laughs> Pagey, where are you, go? But see, I actually liked Alberto Del Rio as a character. Like, outside of the ring, not so much. But in the ring, I really liked him as a character. I really got behind yeah. that. I liked it, but just, mm-hmm. but, you know, behind the scenes, Guy is a very interesting cat. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of things going on. Like, there's like cook talks of like kidnap and assault. I'm like, holy, okay, I ain't getting involved in this, mate. All right. Well, you don't need to get involved because you're not part of that world. I don't know, unless you want to be. Oh, there we go. Yeah, look at that. How did Randy Orton qualify? Well, I think it was based on a match he had the previous night. Ah. Okay. <clears throat> and there's a cough there. You can yeah, tell everyone it... why. <clears throat> oh, I've just had a, I've had a bit of a runny nose and a sore throat recently. Everybody, so yeah. Runny throat and the smell and, and a... oh, here we go. These guys are going to work together. In mm, the that's right. Yeah. I think from memory, now that we're talking about, it, I think it was 2011. Because remember, they teamed up against Rock Cena Survivor Series tag match. Did not care. Did you mm. know, last Monday, Raw was once again the number one entertainment show on cable television. 
But see, I want stats though. Who said that? Show me proof. Oh my god. John yep. Lovitz. Yeah. John Lovitz. <laughs> yeah. From, from SNL fame, from any uh, Adam Sandler movie, it's John Lovitz. Yeah. City Slickers 2, the quest for Curly's Gold. Yes. <laughs> this is a really awkward promo. I don't like this. I skipped this yesterday. You, you know, he is not into it because as soon as it went to the camera, he was looking at the camera going, should I do it now? Mm. What do you want me to do? Are you... Yeah. Are you the right. muscles? Are you going to rub my penis? Because this is how it's going to be done. <laughs> I'm John Lovitz. I'm a comedian. It's so one of my favorite what... divas. I never... That's Maurice, right? Mm. No, thanks. Not. You get it? Not. That's yeah. 1995 again, isn't it? Right. He's promoting his comedy club that's opening up in the what Los Angeles, so it's a bit of a cheap pop there. Cheap plug. Oh. It's his new uh, finishing move that he wants to he's teaching Santina Morella about it. Yeah. That's going up the uh... Yeah. But look he's, he's look how he's touching, she's almost like okay, yeah, just okay, yep. This has gone on for way too long. Mm-hmm. Can someone please put a bullet in me, please? Or an axe in the face? So now he's talking French. And I've got so much money, so maybe because, you know, you're a blonde woman and you love money, you would like me. Maybe you would like to suck my dick? <sighs> Terrible. And then she said, okay, fine. And then he's like, you know what? No, I don't want you. And it's like, all right, okay. That was just a pluggy's comedy club. That's all I took it as. So this is for the qualifying match, eh? Okay, Edge, I'm Bret Hart. We're both Canadians. That's pretty and cool. Look at that. Two eras, eh? I like Edge's shirt. Mm. What was Edge doing at this time? Well, I think the draft happened a couple of months earlier. And originally, mm. if you go by memory... He was a heel, I believe, on SmackDown and came across to Raw and had a feud against Randy Orton. So you had, you know, Orton and uh, Edge, you know, years after, you know, RKO, rated RKO, both big stars, former World Heavyweight Champions, WWE Champions. The draft brings them together. It's kind of like a battle between the unofficial number one contender. So I think they had a match the night before that went in a countout, but now Jericho wants to get in the picture as well. You've got three Canadian greats right here. Jericho. Is he doing much on AEW now? When was the last time you watched it? Never. Did you watch The Cage? The Blood, Blood and Guts? Guts? Yeah. I only saw bits and pieces, but I haven't watched it properly. Um, well, it seems like the Inner Circle and, what is it, the Pinnacle are going to go again. They're going to mm-hmm. do it at um, Double or Nothing in the st- was it Stadium Stampede match. You know, when they did last year where they fought all around the arena and they're doing that with the Pinnacle, but the rules are if the Pinnacle wins, the Inner Circle must fully disband. 
But it's okay. not the other way for Pinnacle, though. So if Inner Circle wins, that's okay. There's no nothing else happens there. So it'll just be 1-1. One, one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they'll probably do something else. But Jericho supposedly has got an injured elbow, so hasn't been as active, but should be back in that match in a couple of weeks, which I heard actually might have fans in there for that one. Okay. So, Look out. Yeah. So Bret Hart just announced, instead of doing Jericho versus Edge tonight to determine the final spot in the Fatal 4-Way, it'll be Cena versus Jericho versus Edge. If Cena or Edge get the pin on either person, they enter the match. But Mm -hmm. if Cena wins, none of them enter. So Jericho and Edge don't go into the match at all. Someone else will fill that spot next week. Okay. Which is a bit weird, but okay. Yeah. It's wrestling... Um, oh, it's the Divas Championship. Mm. And that is Maurice and... That is Eve. Eve. Yeah. Eve, <clears throat> Eve Torres. Now, who's the one that came back? Was that her? Oh, what do no, you mean, came back? There was another Diva that came back after WrestleMania, wasn't there? She oh, that wrestle. was um Eve Marie. Mar- Eve Marie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was the one that was on and off again over the last few years. She's had a lot of mental health stuff happening outside of the ring, and I think she was meant to come back last year. They pushed it back, but now they seem to be pushing it this year that she's back now. So, Well, they didn't really know how to use her back in the day, did they? No, and not that, really. But she... I think she just wanted to be a sort of like a valet and not a wrestler. Mm. Or was they, they wanted... They were pushing her to become a wrestler, and she's like, it's, I don't want to be. I think it's one of those things where, you know, over the 2000s, it was people that there were women and men coming in that didn't want to be wrestlers. They just wanted to be in WWE because of the exposure that they get, new opportunities to join TV shows, radio, podcasting. And I think she maybe didn't want to be a wrestler, but I think you're right. I think they wanted to push her into the ring and she's like, well, that's not why I'm here. I don't want to be on the road, you know, three twenty-five days a year. I want to be doing other things. Now, there is a women's match happening right now, and it does not have Miss Jackie in it, which is a shame. But one of my f- other favorite wrestlers, women's wrestlers, is Gail Kim. Mm. I do love me some Gail Kim. I think she's a fantastic, and she was an absolute. She got absolutely wasted here in the WWE. They could have done so much with her, and they didn't. Then she went over to the TNA and mm. got used properly, which was yeah. great. And she's a Hall of Famer there now, too. <clears throat> she was the inaugural uh, TNA Knockouts champion. Had some wars with Awesome Kong. I think some that we've even covered, I think, on this show. But, yeah. And that is Alicia Fox. Is that... Yeah, so we've got yeah. Maurice and Alicia Fox against Gail Kim and Eve Torres, or going by Eve is what they were calling her at this time. Oh, jeez. Okay. And I don't think this is a really long match. I'm just having a look at my notes. I think it's, yeah, two minutes and five seconds. Because I was going to talk about Eve, because I remember on and off again who her character was. Mm. I know she was a three-time champion. But I think, again, she was one of those ones that was, wasn't was brought in to be a wrestler, but then started to train and worked out, hey, I'm actually really good at this. And the mm-hmm. fans really got behind her character and really pushed her. Um, what well, Alicia Fox, you know, she was a... Did she get released last year or something, or was she still there now? I think she got released. Hmm. 
Oh, there oh, you go. Yeah. So it says here in 2007, Eve Torres won the 20, 2007 Diva Search. So that's how she won her contract into the company. Right. And she was a backstage interviewer in 2008 before becoming a wrestler in 2009, being in various feuds uh, with Michelle McCool, Layla, Natalia, and uh, Maurice that we had. Oh, wow. Well done. Stay Musso. That was cool. And Alicia Fox, the first time we saw her, Edge was in a relationship, was cheating on Vicky Guerrero. Is that right? Yeah, she was an assistant to Vicky. Oh no, she was the wedding planner wedding for planner. the yeah, yeah for the Guerrero Edge eventual wedding on SmackDown. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here, Eve Torres asked for her release in December of oh. 2012 to focus on her uh, Gracie Women Empowered Self-Defense Program. So she teaches self-defense as of, what, 2012, which is great. Hell yeah. And Maurice got the win. Oh, yeah, look out. Did she pin the champion? Yes, she did. Let's watch what happened, because I I was listening to you. Oh, wow. Oh, big boot, and then she just, what, picked up the scraps, eh? Oh, here we go. What is it? Neckbreaker. Oh, DDT. Jesus. Spiked her. Bite the mat. And they just said her finisher was called the French Kiss. Mwah. Mwah. Now you two do a French Kiss to each other. Helen. I was waiting for that, goddammit. Oh, please. Please, Al, please. Oh, my God. Here we go. Yeah, this is Bret Hart. Has, he should be in the ring. He should not be in the ring. Hey, Davey boy. Tilly Hart Smith. Mm. He's actually now on MLW. Mm-hmm. He uh, recently announced the other day he's joined them, which is great. Oh, hell yeah. The kid. Mm. <gasps> Bang! The heart attack. And look at this, eh? Bret Hart becomes the United States champion. Yep. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> you remember this? <laughs> no. Yeah. I remember when Bret Hart was United States champion in WCW, and he beat Sting. I think he beat Sting. Yeah, and he ended up vacating the title, which is why tonight yeah. we got R-Truth missed. But I have no memory of Bret Hart US champion and Bret Hart GM. What? Stand up and say, what's up? It's a pretty long match. I think it's about 11 minutes, this one, so... Wrestling shirts are fantastic. They are. They can have the Mm. most randomest things. Stand up and say, what's up? And he's, other than a shirt that says, with the Miz, I'm awesome. Justin Roberts just loves to be on that camera. He's so proud of himself. He's so tanned. I've got it talking about T-shirts. Did you ever see the AJ Styles T-shirt? With who? <clears throat> he had a shirt that was made up in TNA that simply said AJ. But mm. the way they did it, they used like a drip, like a dripping stole format for his shirt and made it white. So it says AJ on the front and Styles on the back. I'll just show you so you know, but I'll also put it on our Twitter. Look at the T-shirt with the dripping. Hang on, because you know what it reminds me of? Hang on, I'll just fix my camera up. Yeah. Yeah, just move it over just a little bit more. Yep. Yeah. Do you know how a similar 
style shirt like that. Who's that? Val Venus back in 1999. It was locked, cocked, and ready to unload. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. And it was just, it was meant to look like <laughs> jizz. It was meant to look like jizz. Look at that one guy in the mustache. Did you see when he was yeah. going, what's up? He's like this. Nah, I'm not what I mean, I'm not happy. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But the Miz, mm, he's always. Well, talking yeah. about wrestling shirts, how many shirts do you reckon you own? Wrestling ones at your house? Not a lot these days. I've, um, I've got probably one Bullet Club shirt. I do have an AEW shirt. Do you really uh, have an AEW shirt? Mm-hmm. Which one's that one? Uh, it's a baseball jersey style nice. inspired one. I have to show you to you one time. Um, I've got the Rogue General um, from New Japan Re- Wrestling. Um, I've had that one for quite a while. I have a Tomasa Champa shirt. And I think that's it. How many? you got a few John Cena's, haven't you? No, one no John Cena. No, I got, don't have the Cena shirt anymore. Oh, you got rid of it. No, I gave it away. You want this, mate? You want it? Yeah, yeah. Just no, it. no, no. It was, it was <coughs> a, one of the students in my class, big fan of John Cena. Yeah. And I said, it's yours. And they're like, and I went to the parents and I said, here, you can have it. And they're like, how much? I went, have it. It's yours. That was the yeah. orange <clears throat> Never Give Up, was it that one? That's the one. Yeah. The one where you can see most people in the crowd here are wearing. Yeah. Well, this one goes for about 11 minutes, and I just thought, oh, while we're watching this one, I'll just quickly talk about WrestleMania Backlash, El, so you can hear, hear how you think about it all. So I've got the card for you here. Go for it. <clears throat> so the first thing was, so Rhea Ripley successfully defended her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Oh, she stole the win in that one. I love all three, but there's two. There's two I love a lot. Tell people who they are. I love Charlotte. We all know that I am an absolute suck up to Charlotte, but real Ripley, I would very much be happy if she stomped on my head. Thank you. <laughs> He's just bowing. He's bowing, guys. Um, next matchup for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, history was made as the first ever father and son tag team champions were crowned mm. for WWE as Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio defeated uh, Ziggler and Rude in 16 minutes and 58 seconds to become the new SmackDown Tag Team Champs. Did, um, what's their names? Did the, uh, the, the Bad Dogs, or what was their team name? The Dirty Dogs. That's it, the Dirty yeah. Dogs. Did, did they even get a chance to defend them against any other teams? I think, to be honest, maybe there was a Street, a street Profits rematch somewhere there a few months ago. I mean, were they were they at WrestleMania? I think they did commentary, didn't they? I don't think or they something. were. Maybe I have no. I don't think so. No, it's I think WrestleMania two nights. <clears throat> I think from memory they were in these <clears throat> Andre the Giant Battle Royal on the SmackDown before WrestleMania. That was it. Yeah. Yep, I'll take it with uh, We had Damien Priest defeat The Miz in the Lumberjack match with the Zombies. Now, <clears throat> what's that mean? 
Was okay. It, is it the Miz making fun of the bunny or no? What? The main sponsor for WrestleMania Backlash was the the Batista movie. You know, the, oh. the zombie one coming out. So yes. what they did is, throughout the night, Morrison's like, you know what, Miz, to make this match work, I'll go talk to the Lumberjacks and I'll tell them to be on our, our side because that's what good guys do. They just turn heel. So he knocks on the door that says Lumberjacks and as he opens the door, all these zombies come out to promote this movie. And Morrison just goes, what the? And walks away but doesn't close the door. So the zombies are now they loose come out. in the arena. So when Damien Priest and Miz start wrestling, these zombies just start appearing underneath the ring, underneath the announce table. And a cool note, one of the zombies was Scotty Too Hotty. Mm. What? Yeah, because oh, he's a cool. producer now for the company. Really? Uh, Twitter just exploded with mm. a combination of confusion, hate, and laughter. Because, again, it's entertainment. We make movies. Yeah. Vince McMahon said it back in 1998 when they did Beyond yeah. the Mat. Have but a power chug. A lot of people hated it. They criticized it. They reckon it was stupid. They feel bad for Damian Priest because he's gone from the Bad Bunny you know, storyline to this zombie thing. He deserves better. I actually enjoyed it. And I can see people might not like it, but I actually was like, okay, you know, it's not bad. It's, it's funny, but okay, it, it was over before it really started. It was seven minutes. Priest gets the win. And they seem to have dropped the feud now. No, they're no longer feuding. Did the, did the zombies attack Miz and Morrison at the end? Like, rip them so, apart? Or... Yeah, so Priest left the ring, and before Miz can get away, Morrison got pulled over the guardrail by the zombies, and then all the zombies came into the ring and ate the Miz before it panned backstage, and then we had the next promo. So the Miz is dead? No, well, the Miz took on Priest the next day. In a, in a normal lumberjack match to kind of say hey to make up for last night guys here's a proper lumberjack match we, we told you we were going to give you so yeah it's for pay-per-view only um, probably my match of the card and really enjoyed it Bianca Belair defeated Bailey to keep the Smackdown Women's Championship 16-02 really good match between the two um, is um, Sasha Banks not wrestling anymore is she having time off is she well, SmackDown happened today. I don't think she returned, but she was doing a lot of tweeting about eventually coming back. So maybe SummerSlam, they might do that. Um, Co-main maybe event. She's going, maybe she's doing more stuff with Mandalorian. Possibly. Mm. Triple threat match for the WWE Championship. If you just want to watch a match that was like a cluster of just non-stop power and action, it was this match. It reminded me of like the Lesnar-Brock, uh, Brock, Strowman, Kane. Royal Rumble. It was just fighting all over the arena. Bobby Lashley defeated both Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre to keep the WWE Championship. He got the pin on Strowman, so yeah. it's looking like they're going to still do McIntyre-Lashley. And that's what they're still kind of pushing there, but it was a very good matchup. So it was a lot of beef. beef beefy men smacking meat in yeah. the ring. And there was a spot where... Like... How much you love seeing men smacking meat. You just get two sausages and smack them together like that. Just two sausages. No, and sometimes you. they wrap around each other when you do it. So They yeah. wrap around. Or they, go, they and... go in. They go in like that. Well, Docking. Like... <laughs> Power up. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to ruin the game? That was our rise, game from our Rise year. from your grave. Muscle rise up, Jack from your grave. <laughs> oh, man. Um, great if, matchup, if, though. Anybody, I'm not going to tell you the name of that, but if anybody right there comes in onto our Twitter and you know what that quote is from and what game it is, we'll give you something. 
Give you don't power know what? Up. Yeah, power, yeah, we'll give you a power up. <laughs> um, and then the, yeah, the, the main event, 27 minutes. This was the longest match on the card. Really good matchup. They really gave Cesaro a good opportunity. It really showed Roman's systematic breakdown of an opponent. Mm. And overall, fantastic matchup. No Jey Uso, no Jimmy Uso. Roman Reigns cleanly pins Cesaro to keep the Universal Championship. And then to end the show, suddenly Seth Rollins' music hits. And it's like, oh, we're going to get Seth going after Roman because he's teasing that for a SummerSlam. He walks straight past Roman Reigns and starts wailing into Cesaro because that's the feud that they're going with. Curb ah, stomps okay. him, puts his arm in a steel chair, steps on it, throws him into the you know the ring post, and then stands tall by himself. So he's not Jeez. aligned with Roman. It's like they finish that match, bang, straight into Seth versus Cesaro. And the most recent SmackDown, that feud's over. Seth and Cesaro is the way to go, and Roman's moving into something new. Well, that's actually really awesome to hear Claudius, you know, is getting a push. Mm. Yeah. Um, I do love seeing um, uh, Cesaro get a push. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Long time coming. But 27 minutes, that's fantastic. Mm. Roman, they're actually showing that they're actually using him properly now. Mm. And, you know, he's kicking ass and taking names, and, and he's still champion. And he's coming up to a year. He's Universal Champ soon. So I think next month is a year. It is. That's right. Mm. So, so Daniel Bryan is no longer with the company, or is he just gone doing his own mm. thing? Funny thing is that you you wouldn't see it, but TNA have got Slammiversary coming up. <clears throat> Remember last year they showed all those ads talking about people talking about the cuts and they're going to bring people back, and they had Eric Young and all that. Yep. Sorry. They're doing. Yeah. Archery just won the match. And we're just seeing the... Yeah, I was going to chat about that. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Go. Um, this week on Impact, they had another video pop up. It showed Samoa Joe. It also showed a blue and a pink eye come together, which is the Iconics symbol popped up. Bullet Club, Bullet Club popped up. And then also Y-E-S exclamation mark popped up, which is exactly the same font for the Yes movement that Daniel Bryan has. It's a quick blink-if-you-miss-it camera shot. Um... I don't think he will go there, but supposedly he is possibly looking at free agency. So, we'll see. Did uh, Brian ever do any time in TNA? No. Okay. No. He was ROH for quite some time yes, and then straight say. into WWE. Yeah. That's cool. And so, Edge is no longer running for the title. He's gone. He hasn't been back since Mania. I don't know okay. if he suffered an injury or they just said, look, let's just, we'll bring you back for SummerSlam. I don't know, but <clears throat> not involved at all. So, See, this isn't good. I enjoyed this segment right here mm. where we just hear, guys, I had no idea what's going on. And my brother of the broadcast gave me the rundown. That was sweet. Cheers. So from now on, <laughs> don't watch the product and I'll just tell you in a wiki page in 10 minutes. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> might as well. Again, I don't really watch it as passionately as I used to. I mean, mm. we're watching stuff from back in the day, and I think most of the time we're not even watching it because we're too busy talking. Well, that was a pretty good match, as we did. If you guys were watching along, our truth did become the United States champion. But while we're talking about years, like, what is your favorite year 
in wrestling. Like, if you think of all the years you and I have been watching from 98 to now, is there one year that you go, shit, that's my favorite year? 99. Or, or a year you would like to cover in more detail, yeah. I think 99, 98 and mm. 99, because that's when we started watching, um, where I fell in love with Mankind, Cactus Jack, Mick Foley, and all the craziness that he did. Um, yeah, I think probably them, those early mm. 90s, probably 2000, because, again, we were watching it heaps. Um, again, we got to see WCW close down and all what happened with them and mm. we got we got to see all the invasion stuff and the Austin turning heel and um especially WrestleMania seventeen still one of my favourite pay-per-views of all time is I think that's a lot of people's. Mm. Um and then after that it's a bit of a blur. I remember mm. bits and pieces and now to what's going on with the product Again, we just did a 10-15 minute segment with you just telling me what happened on the recent pay-per-view. Mm. So, yeah, it's probably those early times. It's funny early because times. we're so close because, <clears throat> you know, you're like 98, 99, 2000, going into 2001. And see, I'm 2001, 2 and 3. They're my favorite years. Like the evolution, the, the brand split, Hogan, the NWO, the invasion. That's my time period. <clears throat> Hey, isn't that guy from TNA? He's one of the lead commentators and took my TNA's job. Talking about John Cena or... Yeah, I'm talking about John Cena <laughs> who took my TNA's job. Why is everyone so tan? Justin Roberts, um, Josh Matthews here, Jerry Lawyer, bloody John Lovitz, uh, Michael Cole. I don't know if it's the WWHD. I was about to is, say, it's either the high resolution or they all would lighting up in that tanning. Everyone's got the spray-on tan that you rub <laughs> in and you can see, you know. Even John Cena, looking at him here now. Is Cena loved here yet or is he still, or is he uh, early that's being hated? I would probably say this is more the time he was being loved. This was a yeah. real, the whole uh, Make the Wish Foundation this was going into the colour scheme. He dropped the black style attire. He was a big fan of the people. Yeah, there was still the, the booze, but I would say he was. this was his big, big years. Okay. And just for you guys syncing up, I am at 51.20, 51.21, and we've got, what, less than 40 minutes of this companion. We've only got two matches left overall as well. Because we've, right, we've got a John Lovett's uh, segment coming up in the ring soon. So, yeah. Jerry Lawyer Nias is coming out. They're one of the cool dudes. No, John, John John Lovett's out. Whatever his name is, that fellow. Oh, I thought you said Jerry Lawyer Nias. No, no. So he's coming in the ring. Yeah, he's going to wrestle. He's going to wrestle? No, he's in a promo. We saw him in a promo. Excuse my French, Joe Lovett's. Fuck off. Go away. <laughs> Get out of my ring. Yeah, pretty much. If you get if people want to skip it, we can. No, he does a promo in the ring, I think, with Maurice again, and it's again to plug his comedy special. Oh, it's next, isn't it? God damn it! Were you a member of the C Nation? No, <laughs> I didn't get invited. I got the invitation. I opened it up. There was nothing inside the envelope. Couldn't see the invite. It was. Oh fuck you! 
I couldn't see the invite. Because <laughs> it's from John Cena. You can't see me. You'll get I make a funny joke. That's my that's my only one, guys. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Tom makes jokes. I want really Ripley to st- sit on my head. Stand <laughs> on my head. He's so bronze. Why is he everyone is so bronze? That is Did so you know Here we go. The military outreach. WWE has won numerous awards for its support for the U.S. military, including the USO Legacy of Hope, Corporation and Patriot Award, and the Security of the Defensive Exponential Public Service Award. Oh, you just did that, dude. You just did that in time. Dun, 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 dun. He's American-made. American. And that's the thing about like the, the stuff with the army. That was really pushed by JBL, the whole tribute to the troops and stuff like that, and those shows during Christmas time and throughout the year that they've been doing for like nearly 20 years, it seems like. So, Is that the Bella Twins? Yes, it is. Hello, everybody. Nikki... I'm John Lovett. <laughs> Nikki and Brie two, Bella. I got two twins with me. Yay. I was making movies way before they were even thought of. Don't touch yeah. me. Don't touch He's me. an interesting cat. Like, I enjoyed him in um, City Slickers 2, but, you know, it doesn't beat the first movie, but, uh, yeah. I, what the? I remember him in uh, this Steps. Oh, he just wants people yeah. to touch his butt. Mm. Look at the fans. What the? He um he was in Little Nicky, and he played the the pervert who kept constantly being um, molested by the bird, a giant bird. <sighs> I deserve this. That's yeah. the one scene I remember. I'm just think of any other movies that he's been in. He was in the Wedding Singer. Remember, he was the mm-hmm. the backup singer for Adam Sandler when he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, that's um. Was- He was in The Simpsons. Remember, he was the voice of the... Uh, Artie the guy that, Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wasn't he also the voice of the one when Marge does um, the the play? Stella yes. or something like that. Yeah, he's the guy that runs the... Yes. The director <laughs> of the play. Yes. Homer yes. runs past with the big drop kick into the vending machine. Yes. Honey, I'll be in the car. Walks up with all the candy bars. Yes. The Bella Twins. Yeah, that's right. So it says here he was on Saturday Night Live from 1985 to 1990, and also Jay Sherman in The Critic. Yes. Yes. Um, He was also a league of their own. Mm -hmm. He was the one that plays the the unhiring all the women to come play baseball. Yeah. High School High, that's another classic from the 90s, High School High. Yes. 90s stoner flick Loaded Weapon 1 Coneheads Coneheads um, yes Matilda he played Mickey but it was an uncredited role The Wedding Singer uh, Little Nicky he played Pepper is who you're referencing yep mm-hmm. Cat and Dogs Rat Race um, oh it's Gillian Hall yeah oh and she's out yeah yeah was yeah, when I see her, I go yowers as well, too. And she's Except super she has, tan, too. She hasn't got that thing on her face. I take it that I'm uh, 
been given 20 minutes to talk, and this is how long I'm going to be out here for. Do you know you just wish they're sitting at a table? Come on, Dudleys. Come on. Oh, Where are the Dudleys? I want Orton to come out and kick his head off. Okay, I'm through a table. Yeah. But if this was 99 WWE, 2000, the Dudley boys would be out doing a table spot. Bubba bomb, bang. If this was early 98, the crowd would be going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> or the die, die, die. Mm. Or we fucking hate you. Yeah, you suck and all that stuff. You suck dick. You suck dick. You've been watching um, Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, I haven't watched the most recent one. I haven't watched The Collision in Korea, but I've watched, I've catched up on part one and two of Pillman, and I've watched Nick Gage a couple of days ago. Um, interesting note, too. How funny is that this time last year, when the last season started, we would review and recap during our shows, and now it's the next year. We're still online, and we can still do it. Yep, Let's talk about it while this is going on. What's... What's your take on the last three episodes that have happened? Loved them. Loved them. Mm. The um, the Brian Pillman uh, episodes, the first episode was fantastic. The mm. second one was very heartbreaking about learning about his son mm. and his stepfather. You know, he goes, I had a GameCube. And I was like, man, how long ago was this? Yeah. You know, it was so... I remember having a GameCube. And he picked it up and he threw it up mm. against the wall. I was like, man, you're an asshole. And then they said, we had a... A chance. His father had a chance to, no, his stepfather, for an interview, and he mm. declined. Of course he did, because he would have been outed for his domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Because I think Pillman's only like mid twenties. So that kid, yeah. So that game view, that would have been like two thousand and probably four, five. That that was happening mm-hmm. to him. And but you can tell even at the age now, he he was tremoring even talking about it. Like that's burnt a hole in him. And that's what family violence can do. It just tattoos into your blood, and then you, it's stuck in your mind. But it seems to be that he's on a really good straight and narrow, you know, with his mum and I think yes. being a part of AEW with the Varsity Blondes that he is now on um, AEW, it's a good thing. But I really enjoyed it. The Nick Gage story was – I felt they left a lot out at times. Like maybe because so it's like it should have been a two-parter, but they just got you to here and then they stopped and then they were going to tell you and then they didn't tell you. But he's a crazy bastard, though. Yeah. I, I watched it with my partner this is the one show that my partner and I watch mm. and she watched um, the Brian Pillman and she was very intrigued with both of those episodes the the um, the Nick Gage she goes what the fuck is wrong with people and mm. I'm like babe this is a different type of wrestling this is not like the ones you know you know with Stone Cold Steve Austin and you know and, you know with all the rock you know or, or Edge or Jericho all the pretty boys out there these are the, some crazy mofos they're going to come mm. out and they're going to slice each other open. And then I remember her saying, like, when they had that, he, he actually, like, punctured his gut. Mm. And he's like, and she goes, where are the, where's the EMTs? Where's, where's the ambulance? I went, babe, it's in the middle of a fucking field at the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Do you think that the only people they've got there is people with a couple of bandages, you know? This is like, it's like Woodstock, mm. you know? There's, they haven't got much going on. And she's like, fucking idiots I went uh huh I know mm. babe and then and did you, know, you see when he was lying down how much blood was there oh, it was pissing. under his armpit like it was just it's almost his lung and supposedly he died didn't you they say he died he for died. 12 minutes yeah came back <clears throat> then he came back got tried to get his life back on track did drugs got kicked out of home 
then he robbed the bank. Yeah. A, a, a wrestler that we watch on TV, or we know about, mm. went and robbed the bank. Didn't wear a mask on his face. Just went in there and goes, <laughs> I've got a gun in my pocket. Give me some money. And they're like, yep, sure. It was just like, and he didn't cover his face. You no. saw him on the camera. Yeah. It was like, it was like, my God. But it's even, um, I'm going to spend the next week just partying up in Las Vegas till I, and I'll walk myself in. You and ready his girlfriend. Not yet, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> he is, it reminded me of the scene, uh, The Goodfellas, you know? He finally gets, and he, oh, he takes his pills at the, near the mm. end of the movie. He goes, okay, take me to jail. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, and then talking about his brother, you know, mm. just I remember hearing about that. My uh, partner Justice was watching Payne. Mm. And she goes to me, um, oh, what happened to his brother? I said, they'll probably talk about it. They will. Mm. And she went, oh, fuck. And then yeah. to hear that he, the actual where he lives, he looks over to the bridge and, you know, mm. that's the bridge that he's, his brother jumped. Mm. But even that's really crazy. Like that was like out of the blue, talking- he just, he just panicked and just, I'm going. I'm, but he was a family man, had kids, wife. Something mm-hmm. happened. He took the jump, and but even when he did that shoot though during their matchup, and what broke his brother's shoulder because he wasn't selling properly, and That's then right. left the ring. And I remember seeing um, Justice Payne in some of the on Power Slam Wrestling Network guys that you can check out using the promotional code Broadcast Free, get a free month, and you also use their promo at the start of our actual show. Um, He's a really good wrestler. Like he mm-hmm. didn't wasn't about hardcore. He was the technical aspect, big mm. beefcake guy. Mm. But there's even talks of Moxley Gage doing some stuff now in current mm. day. I know the recent JCW show, Moxley's been going there back and forth, eventually leading to something. They won't do AEW versus GCW. It'll be more of like a separate style thing they'll do. Is Eddie Kingston still rolling with Moxley? To the number one contenders for the tag belts. Oh shit! Oh, Taking well, on the Bucks, yeah. Well, if those uh, those three gentlemen, Eddie Kingston, Moxley, and Nick Gage get together, they don't have to fight. I wouldn't mind. They could just to hear them talk in the ring would be fantastic. And they're the guys that you know they may not look. They're not Hulk Hogan. They're not The Rock. No, but man, that's what the audience resonates with though, because it looks like me. I feel like them. Their eyes tell the story where other characters just don't get over. These guys don't need to do much to get over. They no. get over because of who they are as people. They connect with the audience. They're every. If you look at Moxley, Moxley looks like that one buff dude that we all have. That mm. one dude is absolutely just buff as a, as a mofo. And then you got Kingston, and then you got Nick Gage. They just look like us. A couple of big tub bros that you know that enjoy wrestling and they're very passionate about it. Well, my uh, favorite uh, picture is the one of Moxley after Bloodsport sitting backstage trunks on cigarette and a bottle of jack i just love that black and white image i love it that is mint right mm. there that is a i i want if i if it wasn't socially acceptable that'd be in the background of my phone but <laughs> my, luckily it's my son you know mm. i've i've turned I'm on, on mute on now on the wrestling i'm not even watching what just happened then i know that virgil came out with Bias, ted biasi no ted biasi jr yeah, and it looked like a. And there was a do with an eye. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys, but we are very. No, it was focusing they, they, on. You know, said, I'm not even worried about it. Don't worry. Yeah. Let's just talk more about what we're talking because it looks like garbage. Yeah. Well, Collision now, in Korea, I haven't watched yet. I'll probably watch well, that tomorrow. Do you remember, but do you remember when um, Bishop told us about this? 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, when we went so our live show. Yeah. Yeah, we uh he says, oh, I'm normally not allowed to, I don't really talk about this much with you guys. And we got the story, so um watching it last night with my with my partner and uh she had no idea about it as well too. Um I'm not having you know, again you haven't seen it, but yeah, you got uh, two called Scorpios in there as well too. Um Norris and Big Scott um Norris and he's absolutely enormous. Oh, he's Scott, still is he Scott Scott Norton, the fridge. Scott Norton, sorry, yeah. yeah, the fridge. He's still in it as well. Yeah, he's still going and he's there. Um yeah, it's just how things were to go how it was over there in South Korea at that time. And me personally being I have travelled to China mm-hmm. and there are certain things you do not say. Mm. And you know that the people and the media, the people over there and the media that's on there is, no, we are the strongest of the country. No, you're not. You're living in poverty. Mm. You people are struggling right through you, right there, people. It may look like they're glamorized over it. it they're pretty much put it like a small band-aid over a mm. gash wound. Mm. But they're pretending like, oh, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's good over here. It's like, no, guys, you've got the one kid law. And if mm. it's a little, and if it's a little girl, no, 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 mm. you get rid of the girl. It's only should be a powerful son. And we were talking to when I was over there, my partner and I, we talked to people who had five kids, and they had to hide their daughters mm. because if the government found out they had a, another child, especially a little girl, they go, no, 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 get rid of it. Mm. You know, the, the most eye-opening thing was seeing people smoking in restaurants while I was there too. I mean, yes, I drank a lot over there. I did a lot of crazy stuff over there. It was just an eye-opening thing too. Mm. It was fun. But the biggest eye-opener was, just to get a bit uh, real for you guys here, don't mean to, it's meant to be a fun show, was seeing a bin mm. with a baby on it. What? Mm-hmm. What, a dumpy, picture? Or... Nope, dumpy, it was a baby bin. Dump your baby in the bin. What? Because, mm, you know little girl but again you don't see this you're not allowed to talk about this mm. when you're over there if you would question the authority you get taken away into a room and you are reprogrammed to make sure you shut the F up so when you watch this episode you'll see a lot of that so I think mm. when, over that time I mean I'm not very voice opinionated especially when it comes over mm. to that country it was still eye opening for me shit that was seven years ago when I went there but still um, <clears throat> pardon me. There's certain things that were like people were, were mm. saying to us, please don't tell the government. And we're like, mate, we're not going to sell anyone. You you just opened your home for us to come in and to drink and to, you know to have tea and eat together and have you know discuss and learn mm. your culture. But be ready. Anyone, certain things you're going to say, and that's the scariest thing because again, they've told. I remember a man told me about what happened. Um, oh, the Usos. Yeah, this is just when yeah. they were debuting or just coming baby, up. Baby Usos and Tamina. Yeah, it was a very yeah. that was that match went for eighty seconds. <laughs> that was um, Kozlov and Regal against Hart yeah. Dynasty for the tag belts, and oh, yeah, eighty yeah. seconds and it's done. Are these the tag champions now too? That's crazy. Um, That's right. Look at that. And look like Jay was struggling with the. Uh, what do they call this there? in Ready to Rumble? Um, oh, the. Oh, what did they call it? The. Um, Four post massacre. Four post massacre. That's it. But yeah, I remember saying to a gentleman, he says, please, because I've had friends that have been taken away and I've never seen them before because they they spoke about, they spoke against the government. Mm. 
So you just but see some th- countries like we think of Australia and we have our flaws as a country. We have a lot of good things, but when you look at other countries, like we're not as restricted with those types of things. And you know, oh, having having a daughter now, I I know that she has she's so much better off here than mm. in other countries where she wouldn't be valued. And it's 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 a crazy thing, but it's been like that for centuries and years for a lot of these countries. It's in their mm-hmm. culture. It's embedded in. And you suddenly can't change it after one day. But, you know, a lot of work, I think, has to be done. But if no oh. one stands up for it, nothing will change. So You can try to. Mm. But, again, you get taken away. You put a bag over your head and you're thrown into a, a mm. van and then you're taken to a facility and they tell you, shut up, mm. stay in line. So, um, yeah, just we don't mean to get so serious on this guy but it was just mm. that particular episode please do when you get a chance man watch it because again yeah. Bishop did tell us about it but he just took back some memories when I was there um, seven years ago in China just like my god mm. no it's definitely in my watch list I'm gonna I saw you I think you shared the link in our whatsapp chat a couple of days ago so mm. I'll probably check it out either tomorrow but I know the next episode coming up is the ultimate warrior that's coming out on May 27th, which is called Becoming Warrior. And then we've got Grizzly Smith next. Bring that Warrior episode on. I am looking forward to mm. it. I'm loving this season of Dark Side of the Ring. And we are going to do a massive review at the end of it, guys, too. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're still going to talk about Warrior, Grizzly Smith, and Dynamite Kid. So that's the next three weeks coming up with that coming up there. So. So we've got the we've got the Nexus group here because as you can see the group's been trimmed down from eight to I think four is what we have now because again the season's coming to an end soon. Today we've got one we've got another guy who's commentary commentator who's a ring analysis that mm. does the the sorry the um the pre shows yeah Jason Atunga Atunga yeah he's later he's got kids. And it had Justin Gabriel on the side. And I think the only one not wrestling is Wade Barrett. I know uh, Gabriel still goes. Slater's in TNA doing some stuff there. Mm-hmm. And we're coming up to our main event now, which uh, goes for 10 minutes and 20 seconds. So, oh, there's Daniel Bryan. Look at that. They're talking about Michael Cole's confrontation. Well, they really Ooh. pushed this because The Miz was the coach of Daniel Bryan and people are like wait a minute Bryan's got years of experience on top of Miz how can that be and Cole you know sucking up to Miz all the time this was really pushing that oh he's pushing it right there oh man jeez hey 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 holy crap I don't remember this I saw a tweet recently on Twitter yesterday that supposedly AEW has trademarked a certain name, the American Dragon, which is Ooh. Daniel Bryan's original ROH gimmick. Yeah, Hang so it's on, like you t- know, it's like TNA, TNA showing the yes, and then you've got you know AEW putting up American Dragon. You're like, what's going on? Yes, that's come cool. on, that's cool. Super TNA. Oh my god, mate! It's got the little, it's got the, it's got the taco meat showing off some hair with his open blue shirt. Look at I these shirts that King's got, man! Look at those jewels on that King's crown. That's some sparkliness. 
What? Ooh, he's going to make him apologise. Oh God, Cole. Is he going? This is this is just the planting the seeds of heel Cole here, isn't it? Hmm. Oh, just look at the shiner under Edge's eye there. Well, I think the night earlier, Orton and Edge went to a double countout in a singles match okay. they had. So I don't think there was a clear winner. But then again, two of my favourites. Like, I've always enjoyed Orton and Edge. And, yeah, it's weird that he was only back wrestling, and they've just written him off. So Only in wrestling, you can walk into another man who's fixing up his, you know, elbows, sleeves, and you're just <laughs> walking with your underpants on, very tan, baby oiled up, have a discussion only in wrestling you can't do it in any of our jobs nope it's not allowed it's frowned upon police are called I could just see you at your work going no. up to another another no. male teacher g'day mate how you going you're up no no <laughs> again I work with kids so I'm going straight to jail do not pass no code. I said do male teacher male teacher no it's not going to happen I do work with a male teacher, and he does know a little bit about wrestling, but no. John Cena, he's a, he, he's just giving people the nod. Hello, those guys are still. <laughs> Hang on. So, so this thing here that goes up on there, and then that's how the vent goes through. I saw them before. <laughs> I saw them oh, before God. trying to put it together. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher is the guest host on Raw HD next week, guys. They must have been pulling at straws at this time. I want John Lovitz back. Come on, bring John Lovitz back for one more week. Come on. I muted all that. I muted all that shit, man. (laughs) What a waste of fucking time. Mm. John Cena! Well, they had a range of, like, guest hosts. What, they had Rampage Jackson and the guys from, what is it, um, the A-Team... They had what is it? Um, what Donald what? Trump took over Raw and yeah. What? Yeah. Well, sorry, they had what? Um, Rampage Jackson, um, Bradley I think Cooper. Brad- Bradley Cooper. I don't think Liam was no. there, and the other no. guy was there. Yeah. So no Bradley Cooper. I would have loved his like, and the guy f- and the two guys from, um, the A Team movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out who some of the guest hosts used to be. Yeah, I was going to say... I'm just trying to think of anybody. Here we go. Yeah, go. Place them there. So we've got to move to 2000. I think it was at least 9.10 they started doing it. All right. So they started doing it in May 17th. So your birthday in 2010. With The very first one was Buzz Aldrin. The guy, the guy who went to the moon. Hey yeah. guys, he went to the moon. Followed by John Lovett. So it was only the week after. Yeah. My God. They had Ashton Kutcher the next week. <clears throat> On June seventh, they had Bradley Cooper, Quinton Jackson, and Charlito Copley from A Team. Yes. Um, up next, they had Mark Fruenstein who was a writer and producer, and he's appeared in, what, Sex in the City, Prison Break, and West Wing. Why do I care? Rob Zombie in June as well. Ooh, that would have been cool. You had Florence Henderson, 
which was an Ooh. American singer and actress, mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. appeared Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. We had Justin Long, Charlie Day, and Jason as uh, it Sukikis, Sudukus. That's the guy from um, what is it, Horrible Bosses series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had Johnny Knoxville in October. Mm-hmm. Hey, check this one out. Shout out to TNA. We had Toby Keith guys. Yes. <gasps> <laughs> Toby Keith guy. Guys. <laughs> That's his name. Uh, we had Pee Wee Herman. Jesus. Oh, was he in the theatre jerking off? No, well, I think so. Remember, remember that happened? They, they got yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Causing the theatre jerking off? We had Snooky from the Jersey Shore in, in March of 2011. Good God. We had Pitbull in May. Sorry, Pitbull, which one? One or two? From ECW. No, no, no. <laughs> the singer Pitbull. Oh, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. We had yeah, Sean yeah. Michaels in June of 2011. Never heard of him. <laughs> we had Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. Oi, yep. look out. Check this one. October 30th. So this is October 31, Halloween. We had the Muppets. Come on. Okay. Interesting. We had Perez Hilton in January. He's the, the tabloid guy. Uh, yep. Oh, why? In April 2012, we had the Three Stooges. Which was the remake of their movie that was coming out. Yeah. Okay. We had Cindy Lauper, Charlie Sheen, Mick Foley oh. as Santa Claus in December of 2012. Did Charlie Sheen go around and touch everything and say, <laughs> Winning, winning, I have AIDS, I have tiger blood, look out. We had Betty White, oh, wow. uh, Aaron Paul, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Hugh Jackman again in 2014. All right, calm down, Wolverine. Got nothing we had, else going we on. had Kevin Hart followed by Bret Hart. The Hart Brothers. <laughs> brothers from another mother. We had Florida, Jerry Springer, the Grumpy Cat. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking Grumpy. I hate wrestling sometimes. Yep. At the Raw Folk Civic Center in Raw Folk, Virginia, on November 17, 2014, the Grumpy Cat hosted Raw. Hey, guys, do you like memes? Wrestling <laughs> in memes. We had Larry the Cable Guy and Santino to promote Jingle All The Way 2 that came out. I like Larry the Cable Guy. Geared in. We had John Stewart, Snoop Dogg, Stephen Amell, Wayne Rooney, Dr. Phil. Right, we had Stephen... Stephen Amell, he was working with uh, Cody, wasn't he? Yeah. For uh, and... what was it? I think he took on Daniels, didn't he? One of the All Out shows or something like that. I think not even All In. He wrestled him. Yeah. And then also, um, John Stewart turned on Senna, didn't he, with a steel chair and made That's him right. lose the title or something? Uh, Ashton Kutcher came back in 2016. Mm. We had Josh Demol, Lavar Ball. He was the guy that came in when the Miz was doing Miz TV. And the guy went off script completely. He didn't follow the thing, and it was live TV. And Miz is like, moves the mic away and will say something to him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Miz will say his line. His name's LeVar Ball. He was a basketball player, I think, or a gridiron player. Just did not do well at all. No, don't know. And the last host was in 2019, which was Colin Joust and Michael Che. Yeah. So for nine years, they had guest hosts. Nine months or nine days. Nine, nine years, I mean. Nine yeah. years? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Not every Monday Night Raw of that no. week, but over nine years, they at least had someone. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There's a history lesson for you wonderful people there. Grumpy cat. So. <laughs> Fucking grumpy cat. It's the flavor of the month. That's a you know what? We, sh- we should do face. that raw. We should do that raw, goddammit. I'm for it. Uh, we'll I want to find actually what year was it and what was that raw? What did the <laughs> grumpy cat do? Did it wrestle? Did it take on Cesaro or something? Uh, I'm going to get my notes together. So the 2014 year, that was Daniel Bryan's year. So uh, that was the whole yes movement. So I'm going to load up the card and see what it was. goddamn cat with a face condition. Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. Here we go. The matches on this card, it was towards Survivor Series. It was the final Raw before Survivor Series 2014, which had, um, what, Sting eventually debut? Yep. Was that Sting in the box? When he had the weird. No, Sting in the Box makeup. was. No, Sting in the Box was with Seth Rollins a couple of months later after he fully debuted and it was after the Triple H match. Gotcha. Looking at the card, it's pretty missable, so yeah. You can't see me. Alright, let's watch the main event, guys. We're nearly finished. No. No, I want to talk about this trash. No, it's a, it's, it, it's a crappy card. I'm looking at it here. The only thing that was good on it was. Luke Harper won the IC title from Ziggler. That's all I would say. I'm yeah. for it. With a cat. <laughs> oh, shit. Jericho. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that wasn't... Yep. He's actually hurt. That he's grabbing that knee. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Now tap. He actually looks hurt. Yes. No, if Edge taps, Edge doesn't enter the match. And Jericho doesn't as well. So it just turns into... A triple threat match. No, at, well, at, Bret Hart, Bret Hart oh, will yeah, announce right. somebody else, yeah. But oh, you would think, though, if the person that didn't get the pin or submission, you think they would enter. Like, mm. if Jericho didn't get pinned, wouldn't he then <sighs> enter? Because Edge was the one that tapped? What the? This looks, Look like, a, this looks like a kinky threesome move right here. <laughs> hey, brah, you want to try something different, brah? Edge just rolls out. Look at this. Oh, oh he's sitting down. Line they had a really table. good matchup that year, that WrestleMania. Jericho was the World Heavyweight Champion. Edge won the Rumble. And that was the one where it's like, oh, wait a minute. The Rumble winner didn't win the match. Like, usually when someone wins a Rumble, they go on to win the big one. He actually didn't beat Jericho that year. Jericho beat him by cheating, which is something oh, you don't see a lot. Like, oh, Jericho, what are you doing? I think he was really hooked into... He's grabbing that knee again. See, look. Grabbing that knee again. Look out. Off the ropes. Oh. Look at the strength. Yeah, look at that. Super Cena. Super Cena. Jericho, help him. There we go. (laughs) Help the brother out. Oh, Edge with the spear. That was not a spear. Got him. (laughs) <laughs> don't, don't even try to sell this, man. Yes, go. Do it again, please. <laughs> They're all talking to each other there. But this was a cuddle. Cuddle. Yeah. yeah What's it with Edge and Cena with spears? He got him bad with that table spot at one night stand and then not good here. 
Well, he had a helmet on his head, for God's sake, Tom. He had, the he best one he took from him was the one he's bleeding. The best one yes. when he won the uh, won the world title at the Money in the Bank. Oh, he clashed in his Money in the Bank. He is busted. What's he busted from? Uh, probably Jericho going hard way with the punches when he was having an interview with um, what's his name, little dude. Yeah, Josh, Josh Matthews. He had a little thing on his head. It's probably from the night before against um, Dave Batoista. Mm. Instagram. Oh, very nice. Seen it from behind. Just takes his head off. What type of commentator would you be if you were in wrestling? Would I be a color or like a play by play? Probably. I like to give some history to it, though, when I'm doing my stuff. Like, I would probably like to be the one not calling the action in the ring, more telling some stories behind the scenes. Yeah, what the hell? His hands are up. Oh, God. Edge gets it. Your fatal four way is complete. For fatal four way. Thanks. <laughs> Just to confirm. Mm-hmm. So, if you're doing so sort of the match striker type of deal of commentary, mm. I've, I've got to do color, or yep. I've got to be the heel. Yep, you've got to tell me what's going on in the ring. I can do that, even though I can't. I have never wrestled a day in my life. You hit him with a punch there. Yeah, big one too. Hit him with a punch there. I've never taken the punch before, and I have. It's bloody hurt. What's going on here? That's that bloody pale fella right there. He needs to be out in the sun. He didn't get, he's the guy that didn't get the tan tonight. The only one. Yeah, he's the only one that's got that fake tan. They, you know, they, everyone had a big bucket in the locker room before, and they all took out scoops of fake tan and rubbed them on each other. Seamus's turn, he went to the bucket, was empty. It's a pretty cool visual this year, because see here you got all four lining up now? Oh. Like it's a good visual for the oh. super, ta- super tan autumn as well. Oh. oh. That shirt that's glued on. Mm. I love the autumn shirts at this time period. He's bald too. Yeah. With the viper eyes, eh, on the shirt. You seen the, uh, there's a recent TikTok that came out of Orton the other day of him trying to read something on a, on a bottle. And, um, his missus actually goes, nice, uh, glasses, you dweeb. And he goes, fuck you. <laughs> nice. I have to show it to you, man. It's so funny to see Orn with, but he's wearing glasses like an old man. Mm. And, and that's go. it, guys. We're all finished there. Any comments, Al, before we finish up this month? Had no idea about this show. <laughs> and John Lovitz was on, and I muted the whole time. And Cesaro was in there with Virgil and um, Ted Biasi Jr. Yep. Good show. Um, yeah. <laughs> the funny um, thing is, guys, you chose this show like I last know. year. When we were I planning know. out this year, you went, hey, we've got to do the one where Batista quits. And I think you do it just for that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. I, I know. I think we had a whole segment. <sighs> like, that, that whole Dave Batista segment was just like, it's like reading a really, really good book. And we get to the first chapter. And we did it. And we read the first chapter. And then after that, it just went to shit. I mean, mind you, the uh, R-Truth and Miz um, match was fantastic, I think. I didn't even watch it because you know, you're too busy schooling me on what's been going on. Just if anything we could tell. I didn't even watch the Heart Dynasty and the Kozlov and Regal. 
you know, I think they're all fantastic wrestlers, but uh, Devin, what's that? Josh Matthew is interviewing the NXT Final Four. No, that was all on mute. Well, I was um, going to say that there's probably nothing from this show I can cut through TBK Vault, really, because there's no match that we really entirely watched, I don't think. But yeah. Yeah, sorry, we just made that. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> the show's coming up. Sorry, guys. We, you know, they, it's going to be very hard for you for the TBK Vault. Uh, this was good. This was nice. Mm. This was actually a very laid back show. Just, just so you and I can sit around and talk shit and shoot the shit, which was nice. And we're so close, guys. We're getting to that 100. It's there. I can nearly see it on the mountain, Al. I can see it. You could probably just stop right here now. In episodes, <laughs> we've done 99 episodes. This was the most laid-back episode we're having. You know, I don't think we can get any better than this. This is it now, guys. Thanks very much for listening. All right, guys. I want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great podcasts that we support. They support us, so check these guys out. In a world with two brothers... Six bottles and endless opinions comes a comedy podcast tale as old as time. The Half Hour Bros podcast has been hailed as so funny, you have to hear it to believe. Join Kurt and Tom as they talk beer, reviews, and the world as they see it through their slightly drunker eyes. The Half Hour Bros podcast is streaming on almost all major platforms. At Half Hour Bros Pod for the Twitter and email halfhourbros at gmail.com Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com. All right, guys, we are at the tail end of episode 99 and wrestling companion number 62. And now it's time to give a shout out to our sponsors and affiliates. If you actually dig, uh, you know, gaming, here's some great things for you. So first, Luxie.com. What are you laughing at over there? Do you like gaming? You know, the thing oh. where you use your fingers. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. What? What? Yeah, what? Do your thing. God's sake. So about Luxie.com, guys. And using your promo code BRO247 uh, gets you 15% off uh, your Anahol grips that go into your uh, PlayStation, your Nintendo Switch, or your Xbox. Uh, Triumphchairs.com. Use the promo code BRO247 to get 10% off some great gaming chairs. Uh, clinchgaming.com. BRO247 gets 5% off uh, custom-made gaming controllers for your 5, your 4, and your Xbox One. Also, Player One Coffee. What are you laughing at? Your four and your five. Don't forget two and three. They're only existent. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, so scratch that one. Yeah, don't worry about that one. Shit. Player One Coffee, guys. Promo code BRO247. 5% off products. They do uh, custom-made, custom-tailored uh, coffee recipes for gamers, creatives, developers, just about anyone who really digs a cup of coffee. Uh, and last one is VictoriousEyewear.com. If you actually are someone who loves to do gaming, these are actually uh, developing blue light blocking glasses that actually eliminate digital eye strain. For those of you who want to do some gaming for a number of hours, get out there and check out VictoriousEyewear.com. 
dot com uh, in regards to our show. Yep, I'd love to get a pair of those. I'm going to be uh, looking into that for sure. Definitely. Promo code is a bro twenty four seven to see for you. Bro twenty four seven. That's right. No, ten percent. Use it, guys. Uh, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Highcast, CastBox, and a range of different podcast providers. Just type in the Broadcast or TBK. You will see us pop up there. If you want to interact with us, you can do so on both Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's probably the best way. Our DMs are always open to have a chat to any podcast. If you want your show promoted on our show, come to us. You know, We're happy to share new content. We'll do a share for a share and a swap for a swap, you know, sharing promos and content like that. And funny thing is our promo has been played on so many different podcasts recently. You know, We're getting tagged in many, many different tweets, and it's so funny hearing our, our promo, which is a promo we recorded like two years ago, and it's good we to hear to, it on other shows. We need to do an updated one. What, right now during... Hey, guys, what's going on? It's your boys. No, we'll do it with all the... <laughs> <laughs> when the recording stops, bro. Yes. Ah, so we. I, yeah. Okay. Thumbs up. Yeah. You want to do it right now, live? Okay. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to broadcast. I am Alan. This is Tom. Should, Say hello. Should we tell people what we're doing for a hundred, or should we let them wait? I thought we stopped. This is it now, man. No more. I, I, I'm, well, I'm, God, I'm, I'm leaving well, the podcast. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do something then. I'll do something myself then. Good. That's it. I, 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 um, I'm, I'm leaving the podcast now. We're stopping. Tom's get ready for listen to uh, Tom's new podcast, all about the conspiracies of the world, lizard people, uh, aliens doing things to people's bottoms. Yeah, get ready to listen to that. And the first guest is myself, just talking, doing different voices to be a guest. <laughs> Hi guys. Um, hello. I am um Fischer of Fischer, and I'm, oh, it's really good to have you here. Just. Man, I'd love to watch that. Just watching you have a conversation with yourself for an hour and thirty. Knowing you, and I'll, probably go for I three would, hours. I would split the screen and have different costumes on, like a host costume and then a fake, fake hat or something. So dumb. <laughs> Same t-shirt, but with a with a jacket over. You can still see the shirt though. So, so lizard people. Yes. What about them? Are they real? Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. All right, guys. As we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, and goodbye forever. Thank you for listening. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment so we got three matches left kane is on fire what's up girls i think that's the guy at the beginning of the show that we saw and that did look like send you cable bill tom go on i don't have cable though so what do you get, expired though? from the offer limited to the first three thousand what do you get though you get that you get this you get the wwe oh, the um, ring thing oh, okay dog tag Keyring thing. You are. What is wrong with you today? Are you just bred stupid? Did you wake up stupid? Uh, stupider.
very this mean. morning. You're very mean. Um, what do you get? Keychain? It's a dog tag, you <laughs> idiot. My God. Uh, can I just say something? I didn't see the chain part. I just saw the actual logo. Um, keychain? Because on my car keys, I have little keychains on there. I've got Spider-Man and Buzz. Like you. So, how do you? Moron. <laughs>